Hello, hello, and welcome to Pish Posh with Lindsay Wilson, a podcast about prioritizing passion. Each week, we cover topics in the personal development space, including things like money, finance, business, entrepreneurship, mindset, and seriously, whatever else I'm feeling extra passionate about that week. These conversations are meant to encourage you to prioritize your passion. Welcome to the party. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pitch Posh with Lindsay Wilson. This week, I am recapping my thoughts, feelings, emotions, takeaways from my 24-hour social media detox. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, I decided to commit to 24 hours off of social media because it is rotting my brain and frustrating me and so many things. So In the last episode, I kind of talked about why I was taking this break, and now I'm going to talk about the results from taking a break from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. So those are the big four, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. And I decided to take a 24-hour break. I'm going to tell you how I did it, how I felt while I was doing it, how I felt afterwards, and all of that. So first of all, if I can do this, you can do this. I thought I was going to cave before I started. I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to cave. I've said I was going to do this before, and I haven't done it. And when I actually like made the commitment, I verbally said it. I said it on the podcast. So then I'm like, people are counting on me. I got to do it. And I did it, and it felt good. <laughs> At first, it was a little bit of anxiety. And so really during this whole 24 hours, I was trying to evaluate what I was feeling and why I was feeling that way. So going into it, I knew I was going to feel a little bit anxious and feeling like, oh, I got to know what's going on. I got to know. I got to know like what's going on on the gram. What's happening on Facebook? What are people mad about today? You know, that's, (laughs) I feel like that's a joke too. Like, what are we mad about today, internet? And that's literally what we go on social media to see sometimes is what's everyone mad about today, especially lately. So I wanted to take this break because there is so much drama, politics, um, just craziness, just conflict. Social media is a lot about conflict and comparison. Like those are the two big C words I have been feeling lately when I get on social media, conflict and comparison. I'm either looking at what somebody's advocating for or arguing against or seeing something that makes me wish that my life was different and comparing myself or my life to somebody else's life. So I have realized that, and I know it's a problem. I know it is, and social media is addicting. So how did I do this detox? I mean, for some people, they have more self-control than others. You can have the apps on your phone just sitting there and just say, you know, I'm not going on them today. They take the day off they're fine. Me, I know I've been addicted to this for a long time. So what I decided to do was to move the apps that I would go on into a folder where I wouldn't, they wouldn't be in their normal spot on their, on my phone. And then I wouldn't go 
out of habit go to them as much. I kind of hid them in a folder on your phone. So you guys know you can do this. Um, I had already turned off notifications for Facebook a long time ago, long time ago. Highly suggest doing that because 90% of Facebook notifications are just stupid things that you probably don't care about. Uh, probably 95% are. It's like this friend and this friend became friends with somebody else. Do you know them? Like, why do you need a notification bubble about that? I had turned the notifications off on Facebook a long time ago, and now I only yeah, catch up on it when I go into the app. Probably something I should do for the other apps as well, now that I'm realizing like how good <laughs> that has treated me for, I mean, I've been doing that for years now. So that was a tip, a step that I heard a long time ago. I took advice on it for that particular app and I did it. I know some people do this with the other ones as well, but um, I haven't done that yet. So Facebook was kind of an easier one for me because I know I've taken some breaks from Facebook before and it feels good to not be on Facebook. And yeah, I, I'll get back to that. Uh, Twitter is another one. I put that app in a folder a long time ago, um, probably maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, maybe during all this COVID stuff when that started. I don't know exactly when I did it, but I put it in a folder. So I never really click on Twitter unless I'm like, I get the notifications of mostly like major news that comes across like Como 4 News tweeted this about some law or some big thing that's happening. And I still think it's useful for that. But I absolutely hate Twitter. Like I hate it. And every time I go on it, I think it's like, I know it's a bad idea for me to go on. And it's just, I think, filled with so much hate. Like it is just the place where I think it's just the place of the devil. Like it's so bad. And it's funny because I talked to somebody else and they said that Twitter was their favorite of the social medias. And I like, I have no idea. I cannot even comprehend how somebody thinks that. But, you know, we all have our opinions. <laughs> so that goes with Facebook and Twitter. Those two were easier for me to stay away from. The next one I'll talk about is TikTok because TikTok is straight up addicting. Like, it is so addicting. <laughs> like, you start watching TikTok videos and then you stay on. Seriously, me, I stay on for an hour at a time watching these videos and the videos can be like 10 seconds long. You're just consuming so much fast paced content and it is genius. I've talked about it before. The algorithm TikTok has like they know exactly what you want to see. If you don't want to see something, it's so quick to move on to more things that you like. It's high stimulation because it's short form video. It's funny. It's emotional. TikTok is just like, oh my gosh, it's so stimulating. So that's why it's so addicting. But I know that I get addicted to it. And I've taken breaks from it before already. Like I that one is another one. It's kind of it's not front and center where all of my normal apps that I usually use are. Um, so I've taken breaks before because I know I just it's a time suck. And it brings me joy, really. But it's a time suck. That's the big problem with that one. And then finally, Instagram. This is the hardest one for me because I think it's the most addicting. Even though I said TikTok is majorly addicting, I think just 
Instagram has formed such a habit and it's more so needing to know what's going on in everyone's life, needing to see every single post um, with Instagram stories. You're like, oh, what's going on? What are they doing today? I got to watch every single one. I got to click through every single one. So all my notifications are gone. Like, I just got to see everything. Like, what if I miss something? And also, if you have something kind of like this podcast or anything, like when you kind of want to promote something, you're like, oh, I got to be active on social media, like my Instagram. That is what I missed the most was being on Instagram because I've said this before, there's no drama on that side of Instagram. Like it's just food and goodness and no, sometimes there's politics, but you know, you can hide certain things, but it's just mostly just very niche about food and it's not really comparing anything besides, you know, like I want their life. You're just like, I want that meal. <laughs> so that's my quick recap of what how I feel about the different apps that I took a break from. Um, so Twitter, I'll say it was just easy. Like I'd never go on there anyways, but I knew I wasn't going to go on it during this 24-hour detox because I'm like, that's just replacing the, you know, replacing one evil with another. So Twitter was pretty easy. Um, Facebook what I found out that I get from Facebook, I decided to kind of evaluate each of the apps, what I am missing and how I'm feeling when I'm missing out on whatever is in these. Facebook, I realize I've said this before, what I really enjoy about Facebook is Facebook groups. And it's a sense of connection that I'm really looking for when I go on Facebook. Now, when I actually go on Facebook, I get stuck looking at arguments and stupid videos and things like that. But what I really just want to go on is the groups. Like I am on quite a few groups that are based off of other podcasts I listen to and find a sense of community. That's what I like about Facebook. That is not really the only thing that I use Facebook for. So these other things come at you, advertisements, videos, arguments, all that, like it comes along with it. So I have just felt like after this quick break, realized like I really don't need Facebook that much. It's okay if I miss a post in the group or anything like that. And it, like I said before, it's one of those apps that I had already taken breaks from before, but I'm really, really going to try to be more mindful when I'm using that app now and not scrolling through the arguments, even though it is so, um, I guess you could say exciting or anything like that. It just feels good and I don't know why, or it feels exciting to read through these stupid arguments online. Does it do anything good for me? No, it's just entertaining in the worst possible way because it's entertaining while also draining and just, like I said, conflict, like so much conflict. So that's how I feel about Facebook. Uh, the next one, uh, I so quick wrap up on Facebook. I go there for the connection and community aspect. So I need to be mindful when I'm using Facebook to be strictly looking for those things instead of looking for other things. TikTok. I use TikTok for entertainment. And 
I feel that I've already got a good hold on like, okay, today I'm going to use this app for just entertainment, feeling good, having fun, watching short form videos. But there are times when I'm watching these circles of TikToks and just watching, 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 and then I start getting sad. And it happened really quickly when I opened the app the other day and I was watching this video, it's a montage of beautiful images of Cape Cod and like four girl best friends. And the caption is, me and my friends uh, took the dream trip we've always wanted. And it's like this beautiful scenery and fun music. And then you just feel yourself, I felt myself just aching inside. It's like, why don't I have that? Why don't I go on a cool trip to Cape Cod? And I'm stuck over here. Like, I want to go on a trip with my friends. Like, that sounds amazing. It's so beautiful. I want to go to Cape Cod so bad. And then once you start engaging in certain things like that, you they come up more and more on TikTok. That's how the algorithm works. If it knows that you like watching this thing, it will keep giving it to you. And so then you're like, oh, now here's a person adventuring to all of the national parks. And here's this per adventuring and going on these crazy vacations is one. And I felt it before. I felt it in the winter time when I was watching TikTok and watching people go on these awesome ski trips. Like, I know TikTok does this to me, but now I'm even more aware. So that's something I am going to try to be more cognizant of. And when I'm watching these TikToks, as soon as I feel one that's like, <sighs> I wish I had that, like I need to maybe take a break instead of being happy or just being like, oh, that's beautiful. Like just there's a difference between, oh, I'd love to do that. And then I hate my life. Why don't I have that? So drawing that line very clearly for myself is going to be important while I'm watching these amazing TikToks of people traveling the globe. Uh, I know all of this can sound very superficial, but it really is a problem because the social media is so addicting and such a habit. It's so hard to even realize these things. When I'm saying it out loud, I know it's so obvious. Like, duh, it's addicting. Duh, it's breeding jealousy in your mind. Duh, you're just looking at conflict. Duh, it's just stupid shit that most of the time doesn't matter. But until I took this break, it w I knew all of these things, but it wasn't so relevant and so clear in my mind. Like, why are you letting this stupid box on your phone control your life? Okay, now the big one, Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. I missed this one the most. I wanted to know what was going on, but it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It really wasn't. I thought I was going to feel a lot more anxiety about wanting to know what was going on and what I was missing, but I knew like I can just catch up on it tomorrow. The thing is with Instagram, I have four active Instagram accounts that I have, which seems crazy, but I have my personal Instagram at Lindsay Joe Wilson. I have the podcast Instagram at Pish Posh Pod. I have my foodstagram at Washington Food Girl. And I just started a bookstagram to go with the book podcast and just books in general. And that's called Pish Posh Pages. So I have those four. 
Thankfully, Washington Food Girl and Pish Posh Pages are both very niche. So if I have something specific that I want to post regarding food or a book, or if I want to look at other posts about foods, foods or books, it's um, that's where I go. The podcast Instagram, I really use mostly just for promotional stuff for the podcast and a little bit of connecting, but very few. Where I really get into trouble is the personal Instagram. So I've said this before, I'll say it again. I highly, highly suggest getting into a niche corner of Instagram, whether it's bookstagram, whether it's foodstagram. I know people have different art accounts or fashion or whatever it is that you're really into. Like getting into a niche side of the internet can be so nice because it's just so much less drama and so much more just about the creativity, about the community, about the post. Whereas my personal Instagram, it has so many people that I know that I enjoy hearing about their life or seeing their life or even seeing their thoughts and opinions. Even if I don't agree with them, I enjoy seeing a lot of it. But it is also a place with a lot of comparison And I have done a pretty good job of not following a bunch of like perfect influencer style people. But I know there's a lot of people out there who do a lot of people who are my age or younger than me following those who just have set unrealistic standards about their body, their life, their money, their homes, like there's so many things that are just on the internet, and they're not real, or they're not attainable and we just compare our lives to them over and over again and then over the past year and a half with covid and other and you know an election year it just gets very clouded with politics everyone giving their opinion everyone being an expert on this that and the other and i just needed to take a break because it was just making me so upset and just heated and just wanting to get like my thoughts out there, getting my voice out there. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes it's like, well, take a step back. Like, why are you getting mad about some picture on the internet, about some words on the internet from somebody you don't even talk to? Like, just block them if they're bothering you and causing you that much frustration. So what did I learn from all this? I kind of got into what I learned already, but I think the big thing is that I can do this. I can take breaks from social media. I knew that I could do it. Like I said, I've done it with Twitter. I've done it with Facebook before. I've done it with TikTok, but I was getting into a spiral where I was just going on more and more and more and more and more. And then knowing that I can do it with Instagram and I'm fine. It was okay. Now that I've, it's been two days since I did the 24 hour detox, I got back on Instagram and I'm going through these stories and I'm seeing it's just out of habit. Like I don't give a shit about some of this stuff. Why am I even on the app? And then I close it and I pick up my book. Like I have just gotten into, it's really about breaking the habit is what I learned. And I'm just in kind of rewiring my brain. I'm really trying to rewire my brain to not open up the Instagram app or the Facebook app. Those are the ones I struggle with the most, especially like if I'm doing other things, because, you know, 
you can just scroll through mindlessly with TikTok. It you want to hear the the sound of the videos. So that one I kind of use like strictly for when I'm at home relaxing. But Facebook or Instagram can kind of just be in the background when you're doing other things, when you're bored, waiting, doing something like that. And I'm really trying to rewire my brain to pick up my Kindle app in or my actual physical Kindle or a physical book instead of opening those apps. Now, am I going to never use social media again? No, I don't think I'll ever be one of those people who wants to fully be away from social media. I do enjoy seeing other people's posts. I do enjoy other people's creativity. I enjoy hearing about their lives. And it doesn't even have to be people I know. Like, I just enjoy it. I enjoy creating content for social media. But when I spiral into the sense of needing to know what's going on and needing to know what people think about X, Y, and Z, this topic, that topic, and like, how do I feel in comparison to them? Like, I need to get out of that spiral. And I'm just so happy that I figured out like, oh, I, I can do this. Um, I know it sounds kind of lame. I know it does. Like, duh, of course you can do it. <laughs> I also keep saying duh in this podcast, but you guys know what I mean. It's just, it should be straightforward, but I know with my age group, it has been extremely addicting. I don't really know much more about people who are much older than me or much younger than me, but I think around my age group and younger, we're all so addicted. So something else that really helped me take a break from this, and I kind of feel like it was cheating, but I kind of don't. So I'm going to get into something else. I am a part of a group um, that is a group of women, and it is called The Coven, and that sounds kind of creepy. It is a little witchy, but it's not like we're casting spells. It's like mostly a personal development, kind of like a support group, just it's hard to explain what it is. If you want to talk to me about it one-on-one, -on -one, if you want to join, I have a, a link for you. Um, it's people that, it's a very small group of people. Like I actually know them. It's a great group of people. We used to have a group chat on Instagram and it actually moved to a different app called Discord. So this aligned really perfectly. A couple other people in this group were also looking at taking a break from social media and so moving this chat um, from Instagram to another app was really good because I would see a notification from the chat and I'd want to go talk on the chat and then I'd end up scrolling and then there's another chat and I'd like read that and then I go back to scrolling. And I think this happens if people have other groups on Instagram or just com conversations you're having on Instagram, you're like, oh, I got to go back. I got to go back. And then so having the separate app was just really nice to have this conversation going with people. We're talking about social media breaks. We're talking about books. We're talking about just life, like great things. And so I feel like it was kind of cheating because I'm like that I was using that and it had just started as kind of a distraction from social media. But at the same time, it it's better than being on Instagram. It's better than being on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok for this sense and purpose, because it's a very small group of people. There's no like major outside influences. It's just conversations. Um, it's kind of like if you were to replace social media in that sense with something like pin Pinterest, and you're just kind of like, scrolling through just images there's no drama there's nothing like that or if you're replacing it even with a book like it's just it is replacing 
screen time with maybe another screen time, but I felt it was much better. And I really enjoy the conversations that we're having over there on the Discord app. It's kind of like Slack, if you guys have used Slack before, with like different channels of conversation. So it was pretty cool. If you want to join, um, let me know and I'll let you in because it's very cool. It's only for women and it's just really cool. And if you want to hear more about the Coven membership, I'd love to talk to you about that as well. It's a little bit of just personal personal development group um, get togethers, um, on zoom every month and spirituality and just self-reflection, lots of good stuff there. And I know some of you are going to be like, are you losing your mind? You're joining a coven. Uh, it's not like that, but it kind of is, but it's not. So (laughs) don't worry. Um, I'm not moving out to the woods and (laughs) I take a break from social media and then I move out to the woods and live off the land. I mean, that sounds great, but I'm still here in the modern world and I'm back on social media and I'm just really knowing that I can use it so much more intentionally. And I think I will be able to recognize when I'm going into a bad spiral or a bad direction when using these apps. And that was kind of the whole point. And I'm just really happy that I did it. One last thing, a bonus to the, uh, social detox challenge that I said last week was that I was going to try to drink a gallon of water in a day. And I did not do it. (laughs) I have been trying to do this forever, guys. And it's so freaking hard. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying to do it today. I've drank a liter and a half. I'll probably drink two liters of water today, maybe three. And that's a lot for me. Like it's so much so hard. Oh my God. I, but I'm trying. So I didn't do it. If you did it, cheers to you. Like seriously message me if you drink a gallon of water in a day and let me know how I need to know. (laughs) I want to do it so bad. And like I said, uh, the only changes that I've seen in drinking so much water is that I have to go to the bathroom all the time. So (laughs) I know it's good for me. I know I should do it. I'm a dehydrated bitch, but it's hard. (laughs) So There it is. I don't know if I'm going to make this a weekly habit, maybe a monthly 24-hour detox, maybe more than that. But um, really what my goal was is to see what is the bad things that happen with social media and me and just kind of evaluate why I'm using social media, how I feel when I'm off of it how I feel when I'm back on and just kind of evaluate, self-reflect and figure out like, what do I want to do to make better use of these apps? And then, and my time, make a better use of my time. That's a big goal. Uh, I know some people take 24 hours off, like they know social media Sundays. I think that's great. I would kind of like to have one of those days during the week eventually, but right now I'm just happy that I'm making slow and steady progress towards being less dependent on social media for entertainment, for stimulus mostly, and just seeing what's going on and what's who what's who's mad today. Uh, so I hope if you did this challenge, you are evaluating and feeling the same way that I am, just feeling more aware and more aligned and kind of in control of your social media use. Because sometimes these bad habits 
take control of us and we want to be in control. So that's it. That's my quick recap of the social media 24 hour detox. If I can do it, you can do it. I promise you, I was addicted and I'm still addicted. It's still there. It's still a bad habit, but I feel good. I feel good about taking the 24 hours off. I feel good moving forward. And it's only going to get better from here if I keep being more and more self-aware of this and more in control. So remember, you are in control. Your phone is not in control. The internet's not in control. Social media is not in control. Your apps aren't in control of you. You are in control. You're in the driver's seat. It's your life. It's your mind. It's your time. Do with it what you will and have a great week, weekend. I'll be back next time and party on. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh with Lindsay Wilson. I am so glad you joined us. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Then make sure you're following us on Instagram at Pish Posh Pod. Then if you want even more, you can join us at patreon.com slash pish posh pod. There are bonus episodes there and journaling prompts for you to use whenever you want. So check all that out. We'll see you next week. Party on. Thank you.